0: You're listening to Metamodernism, a production of the Golden Age Collection, a 501c3 digital media library based out of Overcast, San Francisco, California. I'm your host, Alexander Wool, and in this set of episodes, I'll be looking back on the year's best new music. Kicking things off, we have Hotel Pools with their song, Vacation. Vacation by Hotel Pools. Based in Portland, Oregon, Hotel Pools are in the business of making blissed out cosmic beats. In June, they released their fourth album, Palmscapes, and followed it up with the baked EP released this October on cassette. I know it's been a while since you've heard from me, but 2021 was a busier year than anticipated, and producing this podcast takes more time than I care to admit. So thank you for tuning in again after a whole year of radio silence. I hope you all are doing well. As I look around at the state of independent music journalism in 2021, once again I fail to see my music taste reflected in any of the best music of the year lists. And I think it's important to shine a light on the most interesting music released this year that too often gets lost amid a sea of mediocre music made by mainstream artists. It's been a hard couple of years for musicians, and with case numbers on the rise again, some places are hitting pause on live music yet again. So this is your annual reminder to stop using Spotify and start actually supporting artists by purchasing their music, getting some cool merch, or buying a ticket to a show if it's safe to do so in your area. Over 1,300 albums were reviewed in the preparation of this podcast, boiled down to 100 of my favorite songs from artists across 18 different countries and 17 states. 18 of these tracks are from debut EP and LPs. In order to keep the bitrate high, I'm splitting this series into seven shorter episodes. If I can keep on schedule, I'll be dropping the next six episodes between the week of Christmas and New Year's. This podcast is a one man operation and curating, writing, producing, and editing these episodes takes a stupidly long amount of time. So thanks for your patience. As I get these episodes out into the world, like last year, I'm not ranking these songs in any particular order, but unlike last year, I'm not going to be playing these songs in chronological order. Rather, I have curated the songs around different themes. This first episode serves as a sort of sampler pack for the types of music that you'll hear across the next six episodes. Episodes 2 and 3 focus on the sound of California in 2021, with an episode each dedicated to San Francisco and LA. Episodes 4 and 5 will focus on jangle pop, surf rock, shoegaze, and dream pop. Episode 6 will take you to the outer reaches of cosmic electronica. And finally, episode 7 will take us home by covering all of the latest releases that dropped on us at the end of the year. There was a lot of great music released this year, and only so much time to listen to it all, so there are bound to be omissions here and there, but I think this is a pretty comprehensive dive into some of the most interesting music released in 2021. There's a wide variety of music in these 7 episodes, so the same rules apply as last year. If you don't like a track, feel free to move on to the next one, as the next song could contain your new favorite artist. Normally, this is the part of the show where I talk about culture in the metamodern era. But because there's so much music to get to, I'll save it for another time. Just some quick housekeeping up top. When I first started this podcast in early 2020, I had envisioned an in-person interview format discussing relevant media in the world of film, comedy, music, and television. However, the pandemic has made it difficult to arrange for in-person interviews. And while I'm very proud of the first three episodes of this podcast, there are compromises that come with conducting remote interviews. There's a special spark of energy that only comes from being in the same room, letting the conversation ebb and flow without any digital mediation. Having said that, I am committed to the interview format and do intend on making more in the future when I can match the level of quality that I seek to provide my listeners. But according to Apple's new podcast metrics, My best music of 2020 episodes were listened to nearly three times as much as the first three interview episodes. So regardless of what happens with COVID-19 in 2022, at the very least, I'm going to continue producing these annual music episodes. Now on to the music. Because that first track was so short, because the next track is such a banger, and because I make the rules around here, I'm just going to roll into track two off of Palmscapes. This is Oceanside by Hotel Pools. Oceanside by Hotel Pools. Speaking of pools, this next track is called Swimming Pool. It's from a group called VV and they're a trio from Sweden. They made a splash in 2019 with their dreamy self-titled debut, which has been streamed over 16 million times globally. Their highly anticipated sophomore album came out in May. Entitled Mondays, this new album was both nostalgic and future-facing. The band said of the record, Quote, "It sounds like something from the 60s, something very familiar, but also something brand new." End quote. This is one of my favorites from their album. It's called Swimming Pool. swimming pool off of the record mondays this next track comes to us from oxfordshire england courtesy of the pattern forms now while the pattern forms consists of two-thirds of the members of friendly fires their music is far removed from the dance floor ready tunes that friendly fires is known for their sophomore album the scenic route was released this may the record is a love letter to library music of the late 70s and early 80s particularly the Bruton BRD series, and the more romantic KPM records by Bennett, Hawkshaw, Monkman, and more. For those unfamiliar, Alan Hawkshaw was an unsung hero of library music who composed many of my favorite library tracks. He passed away this year, so this track is dedicated to his memory. It's called The Scenic Route by The Pattern Forms. the scenic route by the pattern forms off of the album the scenic route best youth are an indie dream pop duo from portugal their track midnight rain was a front runner for my favorite produced track in 2018. this next track was supposed to be the lead single from their upcoming new album which has yet to materialize no updates have come from the band since the release of this track earlier this year so be on the lookout for a new record in 2022 this is rumba nera by best youth
1: way i like it Four more cutting like a knife drinking marriage you know but i can't help myself when i have nothing left every time it hits me i feel so compressed all your pretty pictures got me so
0: mccartney 3 last year sir paul mccartney wanted to put together a companion album consisting of remixes and reworkings of tracks off of mccartney 3 for the remix album he selected artists that he found to be making innovative and interesting music among the shortlist of artists he picked texas trio krungbin who i featured on the show last year krungbin themselves were in the process of creating a remix album from their 2020 record mordecai Together, they reworked his track Pretty Boys, which has McCartney singing over Krungbin's signature sound. This is Paul McCartney and Krungbin with Pretty Boys. of his track Pretty Boys off of McCartney 3 Imagined. Doohickey Cubicle are a duo made up of Ali DeLeo on keys and vocals and Francis Hooper on guitar and synth, and together they make chilled out indie pop. Their debut album Don't Fix Anything was recorded between Montreal and their home studio in Vancouver, BC, and it was released this March. This next track is one of my favorites from the album. This is Thinking by Doohickey Cubicle. cubicle off of don't fix anything in the early 2000s norway's kings of convenience started a movement with their aptly titled debut record quiet is the new loud their soft voices and mellow guitars played an integral part in shaping the sound of indie in the 2000s however after their excellent 2009 album declaration of dependence members erland and eric both laid low and eventually started making music under different projects two songs of which you heard on last year's show. But after 12 long years, we were finally treated to a new Kings of Convenience album. Entitled Peace or Love, the record brought calm to a world desperately needing rest. Surprisingly, it sounded like no time had passed. Their harmonies were just as sharp as ever, and they even brought back Feist for a few tracks. I just hope we don't have to wait another 12 years before we hear back from them. This is Rocky Trail by Kings of Convenience.
2: your problems and your load. I am blind to what you show. I am waiting to be told. and never ask how am I to know about your problems and your load. I am blind to what you show.
0: Trail by kings of convenience off of their album peace or love back in the late 2000s both justin vernon and robin pecknold became the poster boys of a new sound in folk that was sweeping the indie scene they would both go on to have oddly parallel careers both of them released albums in 2011 that garnered them mainstream attention as a result of their sudden thrust into the limelight they both shied away from the public eye for many years but would both come back with experimental albums in 2016 and 2017 respectively, only to return to a more palatable form with albums in 2019 and 2020. Given the collaborative nature of the late 2000s indie scene and the similarities between the two songwriters, it's surprising that it took until this year to finally get them on a track together. Big Red Machine, a duo comprised of Bon Iver's Justin Vernon and The Nationals' Aaron Desner, released their sophomore album this August. It features quite a few guest vocalists, including Taylor Swift, following Aaron Desner's involvement with the production of her Folklore album. Since this is a counterculture podcast, I will not be devoting any more time to the discussion of Taylor Swift. Instead, I'll be playing a track featuring Robin Pecknold and Anais Mitchell. It's called Phoenix. That was Big Red Machine featuring Anais Mitchell and Fleet Fox's Robin Pecknold. Depending on who you ask, Japanese Breakfast are either from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania or Eugene, Oregon. But don't be confused by the name. Japanese Breakfast is actually the project fronted by Korean-American Michelle Zahner. Since starting the project in 2013, she's made a splash in the indie scene, making music somewhere between indie pop, lo-fi, and dream pop. It's been a busy year for Japanese Breakfast. In addition to releasing their third album, Jubilee, Michelle also released her first book, a memoir entitled Crying in the H Mart, which has been optioned into a movie by Orion Pictures. This was one of my favorite tracks from Jubilee. It's called Slide Tackle. Side Tackle by Japanese Breakfast off of the album Jubilee. Vanishing Twin hail from London, England, and have formed their own unique blend of music, combining elements of psychedelic pop, jazz, and library music. Their third album, Okigeku, was released this October. Okigeku is Japanese for Big Moonlight, and the band describes the record as, quote, the sound of ordinary life under a different set of rules. A record conceived and created in dark times. A sort of dream catcher for all the madness of the past year." It was a great record and a groove throughout. This is one of my favorites, a track called Light Vessel. (laughs)
3: and not grow
0: Vessel by Vanishing Twin off of their record Oki Geku. Australian artist Molly Lewis released her debut EP this July entitled The Forgotten Edge. Over the course of six short but sweet songs, Molly explores library music and creates soundtracks from lost films that never existed. This is her track Satin Curtains. (laughs) off of her debut EP, The Forgotten Edge. Founded in 2017 in Montreal, Quebec, Vanille is Rachel LeBlanc's solo project. Her songs, immersed in the melancholy sadness of the suburbs, naively recount dreams and moods of late adolescence. Marrying the nostalgia and refined melodies typical of the 1960s with the energy and intuition of garage rock specific to the 1990s Vinyl's debut album dropped this January. This standout track is called Carte de Ciel. That was Carte du Ciel by Vanille. From the shores of northern France, Pastel Coast are looking towards the sea. Quentin Isidore and his band surf the indie pop wave, taking influences from bands like Phoenix and Air to form their own new fresh sound. This June, they released their sophomore album, Sun. No, this isn't Phoenix, I just think there's something in the water over there. This is Sunrise by Pastel Coast. Castell Coast off of their album, Sun. Italian electronic duo Stump Valley popped up on my radar this year with their fantastic EP *Melodie Melica. 2019 saw the release of their groovy debut album, but this new EP is inspired by one of the most representative clubs of the Italian cosmic movement of the 1980s. My favorite track on this EP is a great example of how simple the elements of a song can be and yet still be so effective in their implementation this track is a smooth journey through the elements of classic italian cosmic house it is with this track that i will leave you for part one of my best music of 2021 series i'll be back shortly with episode two the sound of san francisco this is song of the by stump valley